The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the truth. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who's on this town <laughs> Welcome to the Kwamela Sports Talk. We are live. It is a Tuesday morning. Time has changed, Girl. so it's nine o'clock here. And it's very apparent here in this and studio. Pacific time. Well, we got the uh, Brady Bunch minus me and um, Deborah. <laughs> we got Cindy and Bobby Brady. Stop it, Alex Brady. <laughs> Stop it. But we are live. You know we. You know, it was a good. It was a good. How was you guys' weekend? I was sick. First of all, let's Ooh, say that that's not good. I was throwing up too. I haven't been throwing up in a long time Ooh, without we? drinking. Yeah, really. Yeah, without, a, without, without a real good yeah, reason. Yeah, without a good reason. <laughs> Accidentally. Friday, I threw up. Saturday, Sunday, I was done. Done. It was. I guess it's the wow. flu going around. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my um, my uh, niece is in town. She's from Dallas, Alexis, and uh, does she talk funny? She's uh, no, she's from Virginia. She's oh, okay. uh, she's from Virginia, but then she's pretty much from Arizona because she's lived here, lived more in Arizona than anywhere else. But they moved to Dallas, so so she's in town. So I got to tell my brother that. <laughs> Me, I got to tell my brother. <laughs> she's here. It's okay. She's safe. Mm-hmm. And um, so I guess it's time for some uh, for me pedicures. Oh. I don't get. I don't get. I don't get pedicure. If you looked at my feet, you would not think somebody that looked like me, handsome, will have feet like that. <laughs> really, really, it just does not communicate. The big feet with the uh, I look know, like nasty K-Man. stuff. K-Man. Boy, I'd like to be that well, nail and girl, then, huh? And then the uh, chewing on the fingernails. And if anybody do my feet, they got to like me. The a guy lot. who swallows. The guy. <laughs> Speaking of porn. <laughs> <clears throat> No, welcome to the show. Let's oh, go. We, we have taken a note. We got Alex Clancy. We got I can keep this up all day, dude. And you hear Deborah Debris, yourclearedge.com. We got Sydney Liska. Uh, it was good. We had a tournament. Our NFL alumni tournament was yesterday. Um, everyone had a good time. Uh, we still got some finished things, to finish up some things uh, to really put it put it to bed. But we got Quorum Lasher Foundation coming up in September. I think I might have Maya to perform, uh, I think. So I gotta double check on that, but I want to get Jordan Sparks. So you know, I want to get that Jordan would be Sparks. awesome. And uh, CC Peniston. So I want to get those. And we got CC. She's the best. You got dates yet? Um, I don't know who September. I'm taking. <laughs> 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 no, September around September 13, 14. Yeah, Friday. That's a Friday the thirteenth. So, got it. so uh, save the date on that. We got a lot to talk about football. Gonzaga, or was it Zags? As Cindy said, it Zags. Yeah. That's what my son calls it. I call it a uh, Gonzaga. They're number one over Indiana, Duke, and Kansas, which you know teams lose in late in the season and it happens. But they won't be number one. Alex, you agree with that? No, I think that I mean they'll depending on what happens in the um, the Big Ten tournament and like all, all the other tournaments. If 
if the teams win out, then I think they'll jump Indiana. But if any of those teams lose that are below them, uh, even if Gonzaga is the number one overall seed, the number one seed in the at the end of the regular season, they won't be the number one overall seed in the tournament. Because they'll I, probably have to travel. Yeah, that, I, I see Indiana, uh, Duke, Kansas, and Georgetown. That's what I see so far. But you know, like you said, anything can happen in those tournaments, and that's when teams get in and get out. So, uh, well, con- first of all, congratulations to them. They they ran over St. Mary's. Mm-hmm. Woohoo! St. <laughs> <laughs> Mary's School of the Blind, I think it is. I don't know, but you know, you got to you got to put five guys on the court, and you got to play. You got to play, and these guys. We talk about Gonzaga like they're not a good basketball team. They are. It's a good school, and it's a good basketball team. They've always been solid. They, they've been solid for years. They've always been in uh, the tournament. So we can't. You know, we having fun. We have fun on this show. We have fun with the most of his jokes. Um, so we'll call that one a joke. But we most uh, of it's sarcasm. <laughs> it, it is. But these guys are always finding their way in the tournament every year. Right. So it's not. It's not like a surprise. If they got number one, I wouldn't be surprised because they do play. When it gets tournament time, they play ball. Yeah. <clears throat> they be balling. Is that it? We see if we had a good music guy. When you said that, he would have played some music, like, like ten seconds of it, and then we would have went back into right, the show. Right. Yeah. All right, look, we got He's some. in training. <laughs> we got the wheels off. Soon. We got Clancy. <laughs> we got Clancy Corner in the second segment. We got down and dirty with Deborah. We got to talk about some golf, Tiger Woods. We'll get to that down the road. Um, Lakers are above five hundred. Mm-hmm. Like you said, they were. Yeah, playing Orlando well, tonight. I'm not surprised. But aren't you, aren't you that guy to say I told y'all no. there's gonna be? Oh, okay. No, because I, I really think you're are that they guy. No, as, in as, the tournament, or I mean, are they in the playoffs though yet? They're, they're well, tied for the eight seed right now. Utah. They has, t- oh, I thought they had the eight seed. They were they were up again. They were up a half game. Utah won last night, but Utah has the uh, Utah won the season series. So technically, they're they're not in the playoffs as of now. But they're only three games out of the six seed. So. I was going to say, they can at least get to the seven. I think, I mean, well, if they get to the six seed and everything stays equal uh, at the end of the year as it is now, is they'll get the Clippers in the first round, which will be really mm-hmm. interesting to see what happens. I would rather them not play the Clippers because if they lose, then that'd be a huge thing. That'd be so, cool. They're going to lose. I mean, they did a great job of getting in, and it looks like they're gelling now because I've, yeah, I've seen some of the games. come together. It looks like these guys but they are still together. are playing with Al Pau Gasol. Jordan Hill's out for the year. They don't have – they've been riddled with injuries, and people overlook that because it's L.A. and it's all the, the, the Tinseltown and all that stuff and Dwight Howard and Kobe. If uh, – Pau Gasol should come back for the playoffs. These guys still haven't all played together. I say this every show. They haven't played together for half the season together with one of them not being injured. So Steve Nash is finally getting back into his form where he's where he's healthy. It's good things are going to happen. Kobe's playing out of his mind. Kobe's above Kobe. he's still above the curve with age and all that stuff. He's played 17 years in the NBA, but it's closer to 20 or 21 with all the playoff games that he's played as well. So it'll be really interesting to see what happens and I feel like they'll hit the 7 seed. They just need to stay away from OKC. They just need to get lucky with who's seeded and who they're playing against. I overlook their injuries because, you know, every team has those injuries. It's going to happen throughout the season in any sport. So, so every sport is a long season, regardless of a 16, 20-game season or 82 or 162. Uh, so I overlook injuries because it comes down to, you know, coaching and uh, the, I guess, the organization, how, who they bring in. And no one – and an organization is is going to play a full season. Is I mean, we you talked about Kobe. He's above the curve on how long this guy's been playing for seventeen years, right out of high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, still, you can still arguably put him as the best, if, regardless if you like the Lakers or not. You can argue this guy is one of the best in the game. Definitely one of the best ever to play the game. Uh, never speak for themselves. But you know, injuries happen. They haven't played with Paul Gasol. What I'm glad. What I'm 
it's good for me to see is that Steve Nash is back, and he's Steve Nash that we know of. He's distributing the ball, and he's taking shots. We already know he can do that. He's taking shots, and he's knocking them down. So Kobe and Steve, that trust is there. It's like right. they've been playing together for three, and five years. Sparks the rest like of the team, too. I'm not sold on Dwight Howard. He's still moving slow, um, and this has nothing to do with his shoulder. He's not moving around like he wants the ball. He just feel like it's going to come down to him getting rebounds and getting his basket. You got to create shots for a big man down low because everything else opens up. I, I believe basketball is an inside-out game, even if you have a Kobe Bryant. And Kobe understand that. Pau Gasol not back. The injuries, um, he'll come back, but we'll see how he comes back as far as the playoff. When they get in the playoffs, if they have to fight, play Clippers, it's going to be a problem. Whomever they play in the playoffs, it's going to be a problem. Right, but you got to look at the person, that they're, the team that are playing them is also going to be a problem because you don't, never want to see the Lakers in the right, first round. Right, right. A team is always in the playoffs. Right, so inside out, I mean, granted, the, the NBA regular season is about fast breaks and dunks and high flying and whatnot. In the playoffs, it's more about half-court offense and half-court defense. And if the Lakers can just flip the script on everything that they've been used to in recent history and play a half-court game in the playoffs and wear down uh, the Clippers. So say they play the Clippers, Blake Griffin doesn't have a low post game. He's a high flyer. DeAndre Jordan isn't polished enough yet as a center offensively. So if, if Powell comes back and they could bang it down low, I mean, crazier things have happened. That's how they're going to beat teams in the playoffs. they got to go down low. Kobe and Steve going to get their points, or they're going to have the team in a competitive situation where they can win at the end of the, end of the game. So, the, But they have to go inside first. And um, Blake Griffin, no, he's he's been too long in the league to not have an inside game. All he wants to do is fast breaks and dunks. Yeah, I mean, you could also say Dwight Howard doesn't have an inside game, and he's been in the league seven years or whatever, which is true as well. But I can say this about Dwight Howard. He's been three-time defensive MVP, yeah. uh, not Blake Griffin. And, and he's going – Regardless of how he's playing with the Lakers and how he left Orlando, he commands his respect. Absolutely, uh, being down in that post. I know we had he has a torn labrum that he's playing with, um, but you're playing there. If you put your uniform on, you show up. I, I, you don't have a torn labrum to me. Yeah. I understand everything that comes with that, but you know, you show up, you uniformed up, you got to play. Yeah, I mean, and they're sixteen and six in their last twenty-two games, so which is good. Yeah, no, which is great. I mean, and that's and Steve Nash is more taking the role as a shooting guard as opposed to a facilitator point guard. And Kobe's kind of taking over the role. Kobe's he's doing something that nobody. I mean, LeBron does it as a small forward. I mean, he's the he's the uh, he's a facilitator. But Kobe's really changed his game. Granted, yes, he's scoring a lot of points, but he's taking less shots and he's getting to the line more, which is huge for uh, for him scoring points and for them getting easy buckets. But Steve's playing like he did in with the Suns. He feel like I know you got Kobe, uh, Dwight Howard, you got all those guys around you, but he's playing like it's just me. I have to put up points. Man, he's knocking down those shots. It, uh, more so is the confidence level I see. Yeah, absolutely, and, he, and he's comfortable. Right, absolutely, he's comfortable back in back in this uh, in this format, and he's shooting the ball a lot more. Yeah, because the Lakers have never really had a knock. This, take away Glenn Rice when they won a long time ago, they never really had a knock that knock down three point shooter, and that's what Steve Nash is when he's open. So. Well, and I think that's happening for the whole team when you have the individual players that are starting to feel more confident because they're back and uh, feeling healthy. Then, as an entire team, it starts to energize them as well. Well, isn't it? Let's go to some baseball world baseball league. It's, it's going on right now. Fights. The, the world, world baseball, baseball classic. classic. It's all the same thing to me because I could care less. I, they I, just I, moved. I, was, I was making fun of her. <laughs> I, I wasn't. They oh, you want to call it a classic? <laughs> it, it's that's what it's called. The WBC, the World Baseball Classic. Oh, they must. So uh, they must need some marketing or branding um, rights. So they, it's the World Baseball Classic. Okay, it's going on right now. I've been, it, I've, as, if baseball's, as if baseball's not long enough. It's throughout well, the year. You the, had to add on another month. The right. issue isn't even the 
it's not adding on. It's not taking away anything because it's concurrent with spring training, so they'd be playing anyways. But the but problem is it's killing the teams? team. Yeah, yeah it's killing the, the, the guys. It's pulling teams, the guys away from their actual teams so that teams are trying to build a team around someone that's not even there. Yeah. If and I, that I, has been an issue. On off season, if I if I bring a guy in for the hundred and twenty something million that they get, um, so that sound like Alex, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Tell me but, more but, money. But when you know, I want that guy on my team. I mean, some guys say they want, they're not going to play because you do have. They are baseball as as slow as it seems unless you play it, and it's similar to golf. It, it seems boring unless you end the moment, unless you play in it. But there are plays that offensive, defensive plays that you signals and everything that you have to learn mm-hmm. coming from a new team, and that does mess up the chemistry. I do agree with Alex on this. Ooh, uh, I don't know if I agree. Let me see. Ow, let me change that. that. No, that I so do agree funny. with this. I don't care. Um, Moonwalking or backpedaling. Baseball is long enough. It doesn't affect. Well, it, it has it no. It, it doesn't affect it one way or the other because it's concurrent to the spring training. It's not making it, it any longer. Yeah. The number of games. But yeah. it doesn't make it any longer. So it, being long enough, it doesn't make it any longer. But if I'm gonna play the length that it takes to play the baseball game, I want to be with the team I'm trying to win a pennant with or a championship. Well, these guys right. have the option You're, to turn it down too. I mean, they get chosen for this they don't, team. That's not an option. That's crazy to even think that. Not not saying well, you think they that. They all want to play, but the they want to play. It is the Olympics. No, You're not going to play it's for your country? It's, it's in place of the Olympics. It's in place of the Olympics because they pulled that. it from the Olympics. But do you win a, do you win a gold medal? Anyway. Do you win a gold medal? Do you win a gold medal if you win? I um, mean, yeah, I think you, I think you actually do. You do, but it's, it's a little metal sport. <laughs> it's smaller. And um, it's well, a, and clearly these guys are clearly the guys yeah, that are participating in it are taking it seriously. Because I don't know if anybody was watching the it other day fighting. and saw that Mexico Canada brawl. First of all, who knew that Mexico and Canada were willing well, he to fight beamed like the, that? He beamed the guy three times. Well, he no. Well, he threw inside at him twice, and then beamed he hit the him. Guy. Then he hit him. He should have hit him three times. Um, when he missed him twice, but the guy who the pitcher Arnold Leon who threw at him. Got sent down to the minors, and I don't know. It was like that's only just to calm him down. He's not a minor and, league pitcher. And, and it was, there, it was down. kind of, but then it got in the fan. The fans were throwing water balls at the coaches. Canada was threatening to pull off the the field because they were throwing water bottles. One guy got almost Larry Walker almost got hit with a baseball. Um, oh. So I mean, clearly these guys are taking it seriously. So maybe the and the fans well, um, we had there forty five thousand people at the game on before Michael we go to Saturday. break. I'll say this before we go to break. I it, if I'm gonna play that long of a season that I'm going to play with the team I'm playing with. And it does make a huge difference as far as the chemistry. I, I just want to win World Series. And That's what I want. Really quick, one of the things about one of the things about the rules with this WBC, what Canada was doing by bunting up six runs was fully in the confines of the rule because right. because run run differential matters if you move on or not. Yep. So that's in the confines of the rule. Either change the rule or... It's, I mean, a, it's a kind of BS rule. We'll talk about two minutes of baseball when we come back. Kwame Lassa Sports, we'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. The job of a professional athlete is never complete. In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. You'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. I can't argue with Stevie Wonder. I was going to say, I, right? you can't. No, you can't. Kind of, hey, I can't argue. Well, we can't. Um, I mean, I suggested that, but he's we can't. Uh, bull. You're <laughs> out of your, you are out of your mind. We, we are back. This is the second segment. This is Classic Corner. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm no. Uh, I'll post it up on the internet or something like this. It's not a sport unless you're keeping score. I think I'm thinking about cutting my hair. Traffic wasn't bad, you know, it with wasn't. the time it change. I'll tell you why. Spring break. Spring break. Yeah. I said I'll tell you. I ain't no Cindy was going to tell you. Sorry. Oh, okay. No problem. <laughs> All right, we back. I got to get him in when I can. <laughs> We are back to Kwame Sports Talk. We back second segment. Alex Clancy. We got a Clancy's corner. Deborah Debris, Cindy Liska in the studio. Uh, we're talking baseball. Let's get this over real quick. What's up with that? Well, it's baseball season. Thank you. We got to talk about everything. I know. I, you know what? Do I like all sports? But we had a conversation that what should be a Olympic sport or not? And baseball, I don't think so. I do. They play. You do. Heck yeah, I think I, I you know, and I'll, gr- I'll, I'll agree with and hockey I'll agree with her with this. I mean, but the thing is, which means what? No, no I agree, but you got to think that what a lot of a lot. No, I wouldn't say the majority, but many incredible uh, uh, baseball players that play in the major leagues aren't American. So like, yep. and and you have like that one eighth. You have that Serge Ibaka thing where he plays for Spain, where you're like one sixty fourth so, Spanish. So you, you go do that, but like. It, a lot of the things, and most of the guys are overpaid, so they haven't played real baseball in a long time. Sitting on the side. Like, look at Mark Deshera, who's out 8 to 10 weeks with a broken pinky or whatever. I mean, I think it's a thumb. It's something like that on his hand. But that was one of the things I wanted to mention. Uh, you got guys, you say they got an option to turn it down. You think they're going to turn it down not, not to play? To, well, n- I, not to play with their country no. or their team. That, that's not an option. That's no, an easy decision. It's not, and it is an easy decision. And they, are, like as we said before, they're taking it seriously. They're, if I'm guys, playing... If also, I'm playing uh, for a team in Nigeria right now, and I'm American, when it comes to tournament play, I'm playing for the Americans. Yeah, but the thing is, is also the Summer Olympics also falls during the middle of baseball season. So you Maybe. Yeah. I, I, maybe. I rethink that. So, Go ahead. So, so you can't have Major League <laughs> players play, which is the whole crux of the argument in the beginning, yeah. because nobody's going to watch college bat- football players, baseball players, sorry. I was going to ask but, you that. Who should play in in the? Well, it uh, can't be the American. It, it can't, can't be, be the, the major. No, it should yeah. be college guy, collegiate guy, but there's no. But don't they pull the um? But the hockey guys during yeah. hockey season, the winter, the winter, the winter Olympics games? are pulled. Because are that's during not that. That's a hockey, Canadian sport. Yeah, hockey that's should a Canadian be Olympic game. and and European sport that happens to be played in the U.S. I mean, I want to see the the stats on how many people are actually American to play. But that's not in the, the point. NHL. That's hey, not sure the point. The, but the NHL just because it's played in America doesn't mean the guys on the the guys on the team are still international. So you're still pulling from. The NHL pool right. that's with exactly international players that's in the I'm middle saying. of the NHL Most season. Most of the guys are from Canada, right? No, that's exactly what's what I'm di- saying. But what's the difference from baseball season if they, they're doing the same thing? 
well, I I feel like across the world hockey's way more popular. Across the across world? the globe, absolutely. Than every other sport. Well, no, baseball. Oh, baseball. Then baseball. Hockey. Yeah, uh, all of like uh, Russia, all of Europe, and then you have Canada as a, as a, a country as a whole. Absolutely. That's a good stat to look up. I mean, there's you got, a lot you got of Google, Eastern European know. guys who play, but there's a lot of look at the guys in the Dominican. There's a, the Dominican has an amazing team. Cuba has an amazing team. The United Puerto States, Rico has an amazing team. I mean, like there's the MLB. Italy was is kicking butt. MLB will go out of the country to get a player before they get a player here. Japan, in the country. Yeah. China, Taipei. I mean, I could go. I mean, and they pay them. Well, they've got camps that they're recruiting them from. That they're over there. The Dominican and Republic. Some exactly. teams. They and build time. fields in Dominican Republic. Yeah. These guys are six years old. I am not lying. They six years old. Them. And they don't tell them Scouts anything are about over school. There watching them. Scouts they're, are teaching these guys right. how to play. Right. So they're when they come about up, what it's like over here in the U.S. and they don't the have to pay them for five years. Yeah. Because whatever they pay them. Is ten times more than the Dominican Republic can, they, they can At get there yeah. before they turn to crime, before anything criminal happens. And it's a big thing for the family too yeah. over there. That you know, if your son has chosen to come over here to play, man, you're they you're get a superstar. Treated, absolutely. Yeah, but these guys go back home and like like they can go back home. You can't make hundreds of thousand dollars and go back to the, you are now bait. Oh, they yeah. are. There's yeah, been right. some a lot yeah. of crime. Well, and it's tough even coming over here because now you have to deal with you know what's it like being in America and all the different. Um, ways we, you know, speak and walk and talk and, and everything. I mean, the cultural change is a huge deal for them when they come over. Yep. And well, the travel back and forth. Kwame Lassen Sports Talk, 888-346-9144. We got Clancy Corner right Let now. me get basketball? Mm-hmm. Nope, 10, nope. Well, I don't know. It could be something else. Could no, because we already uh, talked about It could be about Donica Patrick. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, well, no, I won't waste my time. I just leave flat air for that. Donna uh, is a... Uh, <laughs> no, it's this is what it is. Is I don't understand why the hell the Baltimore Ravens got rid of Anquan Bolton. Oh, and, word. And here's yeah. and I'm going to give you two reasons why. One, um, Flacco. Joe Flacco got paid 7.8 billion dollars over the over the next six years. Joe uh, Bolden was I think two uh, three years for for six total, so he was getting two years two mil each year. Joe Flacco said, "Oh, I want to keep everybody. Let's keep Anquan. Make it 100, 116 instead of 123. Do something like that." And but the main reason is because Anquan Bolden, when he was thrown to last year, Anquan Bolden, Joe Flacco completed fifty-one or sixty-one percent of his passes. When he was when he threw to everybody else, he only completed forty-eight percent of his passes. Mm-hmm. So Anquan Bolden has never had that breakaway speed. He's never needed the breakaway speed. He's one of the best route runners in the NFL. He might be the he's probably the toughest offensive, um, sexy position player, running back, quarterback, wide receiver. Maybe well, I would take tight end away from that. But he's probably the strongest one, the most hard-nosed, and he just gets the job done. He always has six catches, 104 yards, and a touchdown in, in the Super Bowl. He had, he didn't show up for the first seven games of the year because they didn't really need him to. When they need him, he is Michael Crabtree on steroids. He is the best third-down receiver in the NFL, and I don't know why you let this guy go. Granny, you sent him to the sent him to the NFC, but you get pennies upon pennies on the dollar for him with only a six-round pick coming back. So I don't, and then you're going to lose Ed Reed. I don't understand what Baltimore is doing in the offseason unless they have another plan up their sleeve. Here, here. Baltimore Ravens would not be relevant again for a long time, getting rid of those type of guys. It's not so much that you have to pay them or not pay them. Uh, Anquan would have been worth anything you gave him. What was it, two, year, two million for, for the next think, three years? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Said he didn't that want to cut nothing. his pay two million. Yeah, exactly. In their, in their bracket, you yeah. know, for him to say – 
you know, will I give up $2 million? I was like, frickin' no. You know, he's going over to the 49ers and, you know, we're playing for another hardball. And Flacco had to be seen or be heard saying the right things because Flacco could have took – he turned down a big deal last year, and good for him because he played it out and he got a Super Bowl. They got a Super Bowl. And it worked out for him. Good box. for him. I, I mean, I'm thumbs up for that right. forever to the day I'm done. But he could have structured his contract, a la Tom Brady. So guys on that team to help him become a Super right. Bowl MVP, the reason why he's a Super Bowl MVP, because of the position and the guys he was throwing to, 61% throwing mm-hmm. to Anquan, you cannot beat that you around the league. He, that, he reminds that, me of a Heinz Ward. You don't need him until you need him. Right. He's a toughest right. guy. He always come through he for you. Up. And he's got always hands. He's, he's got, got hands from he's heaven. Comes out of, yeah. Yeah. So Flacco could have done a whole lot more than talk, but he, he paid his dues. Flacco has paid his dues, mm-hmm. and you look at his numbers. Why shouldn't he get $120 million? The, organiz- the organization, the Baltimore Ravens organization, should have found a way to keep that guy. And then talking about getting rid of uh, Ed Reed, and both to San Francisco 49ers. Maybe. When I see this, I'm happy for those guys because I've always I've always been an Anquan fan. Um, I'm happy for those guys and an Ed Reed fans, both Hall of Famers, future Hall of Famers. Ed Reed for sure. Well, we'll I think see. Bolden we'll when see. he won this year, yeah. I think it, it I put think him in the conversation. It's take a while. Yeah, yeah. 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 it put him in the conversation. Right. Now when he is, he wins this next one next year with San Fran, yeah. he mm. will and be yeah. he will be in there. But when I see that, I'm happy for him. But I'm thinking. The Cardinals are in trouble. Oh, yeah. The Arizona oh, Cardinals yeah. are in trouble. No, it's oh, and, and, Percy, and, and Percy goes to Seattle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's going to defend these guys? They let right. Adrian Wilson <laughs> yeah. go, one of the longest tenures at the Arizona what was Cardinals. It 12 years? Yep. I'm not impressed with a lot, a lot of athletes. I'm mm-hmm. impressed with some plays that they make. I'm not right. impressed with a lot Individual of athletes. Plays, not I don't, players exactly. Because right. yeah. you, you, you at the level where those plays possibly could be made and you made it. Mm-hmm. So I'm impressed with that. And like the don't the guy in clip uh, yeah, DeAndre Jordan. Yeah. DeAndre Jordan. Yeah. I'm impressed with that stuff, but he was over a little midget. Brandon Knight. Yeah. yeah. Brandon Knight. <laughs> uh, I'm more impressed with Brandon Knight for standing there. Yeah. And, and Brandon Knight didn't stand there. <laughs> yeah. He didn't stand there. But 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 you let Adrian Wilson go, and I think the Cardinals may be all right, but at some point, don't you want someone retired as an Arizona Cardinal? I'm sure you they would do. Think. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, I know what comes down to business. They got a new organization. You could have kept uh Hunt for one more year. He was on the contract. But when you lose the way Wizard Hunt did, it's changed the face because now you got to keep the fans. I'll tell you what the Arizona Cardinals are doing right now. And I've talked to, you know, through foundation and going out doing all this kids. They are losing a generation of kids. Absolutely. A generation of kids. I've talked to kids throughout this state, and they did, the Cardinals are not their favorite team. Right. Yep. And it's a problem. Yeah. So you want me to pay for those tickets uh, as, right. a, as a fan? I, you know, I'm a, a huge Cardinals fan, obviously, but – you want me to go and tell people that, you know, come here, this is what happened when they yeah. – well, these kids are telling me Green Bay. I say, you you 8 years old, you 10 years old, what do you know about Green Bay but what you see on TV? You've never been there. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you live here in Arizona. You're from Arizona. You was born in Arizona. And you're not a Cardinals fan? Yeah. It kind of bothered me. Everybody wants to be well, associated with a winner. Oh, it kind of bothered me. Take, but, but, but there's we, even but, no loyalty there, – if there's no loyalty – from the team's perspective on keeping people around the organization, then there shouldn't – why do the fans oh, have to be loyal? We talk about the business. All, yeah, all, all teams do all, it. All teams do that. We talk about the, the business. In the state. We talk about the business right now. They've sold out every game since they moved to Glendale. So, obviously, people are going for some certain reason. To when, see the other teams. No, when, have you been to when, a game recently? No, when, when St. Louis mm. comes into town, you think, you think that St. Louis is drawing all these fans? Yes. People love the Cardinals. Okay, people love the Cardinals. Granted, yes, since maybe take away that one year where they went to the Super Bowl and around there with the Kurt Warner years, 
this has been a destination plot. Who's yeah, who's coming to who's coming this week to play? We'll go see them. Yep. If they draft Geno Smith, which is what they're projected Who, to do. The Cardinals? Yeah. Cardinals are draft, not drafting a black quarterback. Are you if crazy? they draft Geno Smith, which is what everybody says they're gonna do, Mel Kuyper, Tom McShay, all those Mel guys. Mel Kuyper, idiot. Uh, he, well, he makes a living doing what he's doing. And, yeah, so living. if they draft I'm, I'm, I'm him, there will be a new pulse in Phoenix slash Glendale. And I think that it's going to change. People are going to want to watch the Cardinals play because there will be an electric quarterback, a non-bum running back because they got rid of Beanie. Are the quarterbacks? And- you think they could Are they going to pull in a line that's going to protect somebody like Geno Well, Smith? Levi Brown's coming back. They were hobbled with injuries last year, the offensive line. You got to give – and this kid is elusive. So you got to give this kid a chance. So you tell him to run for his life. Take a chance. Right? Take a chance. Exactly. <laughs> he's young. He can handle it. Yeah, take a chance. Yeah, but you want to keep Nike him for, you, If you draft him in the first round and he's young, he can handle it. You know, we've seen Cam Newton, all those guys come before him, and, yeah. and they, they Cam held Cam Newton it. is and they held LeBron his James of the NFL with coming in like 6'7". Right, right, but I'm play. saying these guys come right out of college and they held their own. So yeah. uh, he comes in. I want to protect my investment in uh, Geno Smith. Geno Smith would be better served going to the down uh, the road Oakland Raiders down the road. Well, they already have down the road. No, y'all don't. You do not. No, y'all don't. What the Raiders don't have a quarterback. Well, I'm saying they have a uh, Geno Smith ish. They have Terrell Pryor, but <laughs> I'm just saying. But uh, you don't want to go five years from now and be like, man, we had a chance to take Geno Smith. And we didn't. We look. You look at them, the guys. We, we can say that every year about yep. any team, but we say it a lot about the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. They they could have had a lot of guys. So take a chance. Well, I, would love, I would love for them to take a chance on a guy that, that's going to help them for, for five heard, years. I heard Reggie Bush in the mix maybe coming to Arizona. It, it's it's it, it, little talkings. I mean, I also heard well, Green Bay as well. They had a chance to get Donovan when he was up, and I'm not talking about I'm talking about when, No, no, need, I'm not talking about now. Kick. I'm talking oh. about when he came out. Yeah. It was after the uh, NFC Championship game. They yeah. didn't get him. you talk talking about elusive quarterbacks. you talk about a veteran quarterback. They're not going to get I him. I, it, I, I, they it, had Sean King, the only guy that I can remember. I think it's a year and of the rookie. Did he ever play it's, even yeah, hardly? It's a generation but, of but the Denny rookie. But Denny Green was here, though. Generation of the rookie. Look what happened oh, last I'm, year. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm agree. It's a young man's game. That's why when the Cardinals let Adrian Wilson go, I understand the business of it, mm. but Adrian Wilson still can play football. He'll, he'll retire Nobody in here um, in this state, I wouldn't say nobody, but – there's quite a few to understand that this guy played hurt. He had a torn stub- mm-hmm. stomach muscle and played the entire year. Yeah. But then you say his season go down, you don't even know what's going with him. Some guys would have laid down when their fingernail broke. Yeah. So I-, I would just like to see the Cardinals have a guys that retire there. Just uh, yeah. and, But it c- it's hard to do with free agency, uh, money situation. Um, you got a new coach, so Kurt, they want their player. Is Kurt like the only one Kurt's of note? Even- Kurt Warner? Yeah. He's not even he's not even a cardinal. He played three years here and, and they happened to win with Denny Green guys. He yeah. was in St. Louis when Kurt Warner became You're Kurt right. Warner. You're he right. was in St. Louis. Two. And then he went to New York and he was balling in New York, but they drafted uh Manning right. so they had to put him in. Right. Right. It's not we we keep talking about Kirk like he really did it for us. It was Look at who put he that got team them together. Closer than anybody in recent history. Yeah. Oh, I'm a he Kurt Warner fan. I'm he a was Kurt Warner fan. Yeah, yeah. He was a San Antonio Holmes incompletion, quote unquote, from, yeah. from winning. I'm a Kurt Warner fan, but I look who built that team. Why isn't Arizona going out after these two moves have been made? Okay, I think if Seattle do, or St. Louis doesn't re-sign Danny Amendola, they're fools because you now this is an offensive division, which right. and before it used to be kind of offensively lacking. They, oh, what a, Greg Jennings. What about Greg Jennings alongside? I think uh, Larry, Green Bay Larry gonna Fitzgerald. find a way to keep him. 
I don't know. But it, he will fit well here as a, they a possession They need to get guy. an offensive player. He's only they 30 to, years old, too. People talking about his age, 30. 30, you can still play football. And he's never had that electric speed. He's He's been a great route runner. He's been able to get separation, but he's never had that speed. And I think that Greg Jennings and Larry Fitzgerald on the same thing, on the same on the same field, would be phenomenal. He doesn't need that much money, either. Kwame Lassie Sports Talk. We're going to come back, finish this up. We got Down and Dirty with Deborah. flagship station for sports voice america sports do you love sports talk can't get enough sports talk have we got a show for you it's about the nfl training camps super bowl previews a look at the new starting quarterbacks and weekly key injuries we'll take your calls and emails right on the air former philadelphia eagle james loving is your host and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot tune in to loving that sports talk with james loving every wednesday at noon pacific time 3 p.m eastern time on the voice america sports channel Get ready to talk sports with the big guys. Tune in to Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis every Tuesday for the inside and outside of the business of sports. Keith and his guests will provide expert commentary and answer all of your burning questions about your favorite team, the players, and what's next. It's time to have fun with the game. Listen for Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis and his favorite co-hosts every Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern time. On the Voice America Sports Channel, the talk doesn't get any hotter. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Now some of you might still be in that place. If you're trying to get out, just follow me. You can try and read my lyrics off of this paper before I lay them But you won't take this thing out these words before I say them Cause ain't no way I'm gonna let you stop me from causing mayhem When I say I'm gonna do something, I do it I don't give a damn what you think <laughs> you Welcome back to the Kwame Sports Talk I mean, you gotta let Eminem play That white boy is the, the best black rapper in the game Tell you about it <laughs> All right, we're back, 888-346-9144 if you want to call in and join the show. Uh, we just did a Clancy Corner. We talked a little bit. We talked a lot about football. Y'all, everything okay? Yeah. Free agency going on. Free agency yeah. starts National at 4 o'clock. signing day. Hoo-ah. 4 o'clock, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Absolutely. 4 Eastern. 4 Eastern. Nobody can leak before 4 or they could lose their picks. They can lose some picks and some mm-hmm. money. They need to get here's – what I, here's what I don't like about free agency. Is how they do it now. You remember we they had we had that two week deadline. Right. Teams made all that was great. I, I enjoyed that about football. Mm. When you got two weeks, you already know who's out there, who's going to be free. It was a scramble. Yeah. that was it. I followed it then. Right. It, yeah. I mean, so, now it's a bunch it. of lies trying to right. trying to mm-hmm. fend everybody off yeah, to who you really want. Like yeah. Greg Jennings. Mm. Now you got time to coerce Green Bay Packers, or if mm. the Cardinals want them, let's say the Cardinals the Cardinals would do well getting them. I, Doucette, having, I mean, he's an on and off player. But I think Jennings, 
Is he? Early Doucette? Early Doucette's gone, too. Where? When? They released him yesterday. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying he's gone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But bringing a guy like that in. And you got the new uh, regime as far as coaching. They want their players yeah, in Yeah, and you need a vertical player. I mean, Greg Jennings isn't the most vertical because, I mean, he's been hot. He could be vertical also. Yeah, well, he will be. I mean, they're going to throw the ball. Fitz might want to have, have one of his best years if they have somebody to stay upright in the backfield to, to um – to throw him the yeah, ball. they fixed that, uh, like Deborah been saying, they fixed that offensive line. I mean, yeah. and Green Bay, as sick as it sounds, doesn't need Greg Jennings. James Jones and Randall Cobb have inst- – uh, James Jones led the league in touchdowns last mm-hmm. year. And then, I mean, you have – if you can get an elusive back, if you can get a Darren Sproles slash Reggie Bush back that can come out of the backfield, you don't need another receiver. I don't know who that's going to be because those guys are not letting those guys. Well, they're on the contract, too, but I like those guys. I know what you're saying. I know Atlanta, they let uh, Michael, Turner Michael, Michael Turner go. That's a pounding back. I hope they sign him back because they're still trying to get uh, Tony Gonzalez. I'm just waiting for my boy Dewan Harris to stay with Green Bay Packers DeJuan, or to get picked up. You're yeah. talking about receivers and stuff like that. Your boy in uh, Denver, uh, who, who was Eric it? Decker. Eric Decker. He's, um, you know – he Peyton Manning being there, he's coming to his, he's turning to a guy. Denver needs a receiver though, because I don't not, think they do. I think they do. I don't. Th- I mean, they have Jacob Tammy and Joel Dreesen. Nothing scares me in Denver. Well, how about this? Dwight mm. Freeney coming there from Indy mm. to end his career with Peyton again. So you have that. They talked about offense? that. They, they have a that. great offense. They have a very potent offense with young guys. If I'm looking at Denver receivers and I'm sitting here in the studio with you, nothing scares me about them. I, yeah. I just see Peyton Manning. Look at the numbers. <laughs> The number, I see that, but if I got a guy who can stretch the field, that I know, Thomas. yeah, okay. If I got a guy who can stretch the field, from where Oakland? No, Demarius Thomas is in the- Denver. Yeah, and you got those two guys running intermediate routes. Yeah, running those uh, corner routes. That scares me in Denver with Peyton Manning and a deep threat. I see. thought I thought they might have picked up Dwayne Bow. But he, but he got way too Dwayne. much money. He got way too much no money. No such thing in football. No oh, such thing. Okay. But no such he, thing. But he, got, he, but he got, franchised him, too. Remember. Uh, but he got way too much money. How? Regardless of what you say. He's he's the third most paid receiver in, in the NFL behind Calvin for Johnson and Fitz. They never have to pay him again. They never. They got him for six years, five years. How do you get Playing way too much money, though? I don't understand that. You don't get way too much money in the business you are in. If he was a... a Sanitation working, he got that money. He got way too much money, mm. and, yeah. and it's all relevant on the job too. Right. Like I can't say his work is not what it is, or but they can pay you that much money. You cannot pay me that much money and tell me I got too much money. I just know what to do with it. I know what who to donate to and and what to do with it. So it's not way too much money. I you think just, they gave him this money. If you had that fact. much money right now as a receiver and you was the Wayne Bolt, it was that way too much money for you? You was yeah. Let me say Eric Decker. I feel you guilty. Can never, you can never be. What? I feel good. Okay, you so. feel good from being a kid and and toning up your skills all the way till you got to the National Football League, becoming the receiver you are. Well, because every receiver in the NFL thinks they're the best receiver in the NFL. And why are they in the NFL? Because they are. Okay. So the guy, the, the last dude on the bench, uh, that's ridiculous. But Who the last dude on the bench? No. I, never mind. Oh, so, the last guy well, on the bench? Yeah, he's on saying, the team. He, yeah, he served that purpose. They're saying that they're giving him this money contingent on the fact that Alex Smith is going to be able to throw him the ball. and Because he hasn't had anybody throwing the ball in the past three years. I mean, he's had crap quarterbacks, obviously. Matt Castle, Brady Quinn. They Brody paid Coyle. him for his uh, misery he had to go through, oh. his pain and suffering. Well, and, and now what he's going to do in the future. And, they, and he also puts people in the seats, which is what helps. You can pay with that as well. 
Yeah, but you know, people in the seats don't pay his contract. They, there's no way they can do that. It sounds good, but there's no way. Well, what puts people in what? Well, what TV ratings, people, all that stuff. Yeah. With Dwayne Bow being on the Kansas City Chiefs, they're still relevant, and they. Well, they, yeah, because you want you want to come see somebody play. You want to come see somebody play, but I don't. I don't. I'm not going. You have to convince me some other way because the way you try now, I don't even know if you're trying to convince me. But what you're talking about now, I don't know if somebody. Do can you get think paid. he's the third best receiver in the league? His money don't make him don't make him the third best receiver. His money makes him relevant for his team. Mm-hmm. It doesn't okay. make him the third best receiver. I, I can name receivers, three best receiver, three receivers better than him right now. And but that because be- he got paid higher and he's the top third receiver, highest paid. That don't make him the third best receiver. That makes him important to his team. Same thing with Joe Flacco. Well, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And the thing is, when you talk about the importance of the team, you look at all the aspects of the being important. It's you know, what are they doing in the locker room? What are they doing on the field? What are you doing under certain situations? Whether you play the entire game or you're just the guy that we can bring in that you know is going to close it out when we need you to close it out. Right. Because they got a, they had a defense last year. Yeah. They had a defense. So mm-hmm. now I need guys to feel like they want to build this team. And sometimes paying a guy an extra three million dollars it helps. Mm-hmm. It helps ease his confidence. Now you got to be. You don't have to be because you should be anyway. Now you got it out in the public, and you got to be a different type of guy. So I, I, I can't get past the uh, way too much money. But, you know, it's. it's well, part of what we don't that. see, too, is everything that's going on off the field, meaning, you know, guys right now that are working out, getting ready for the season that, that you know, everybody else doesn't see. They see what do you do on the field, and that's it. They don't see what the guys go through preparing to play and then week to week in between the games the hurt and the pain and everything else that they go through yeah and remember college too this is semi pro college is semi pro you know that right. they're semi pro so okay you're doing an internship you are semi pro right now when you get to the job you're getting paid take your money and you don't have to run which not playing on words you're running but <laughs> take your money and do your job it's, i don't care what they give you now if he got if he got three to four million he would be underpaid yeah, he would be underpaid. Sure, absolutely. But that don't make him the worst receiver in the game. I know it just made him the on his team. I'm, you pay a lot of guys, uh, receivers, glorified position. These guys want to be. They look around the league and see who's got paid. They say, "I want to be in that number right there." And the team mm-hmm. say, "Okay, we want you here, so we can if we can give it to you. We can." Baltimore should have did the same thing with Anquan. I'm not, right. I would be petrified to let. A, yeah, I would be petrified to let a guy like that go from my team, who's more emotional on in the locker room on the field and makes plays and back up everything he well, does. Well, that's the thing. The dynamics to go with him whenever he leaves Comes is with that so money. Yeah. important. And how funny is that that you're right, that they trade went from Harbaugh to Harbaugh. He's like, mm-hmm. sorry, yeah. brother, I'm sorry right. that I beat you in the Super Bowl. Here's, well, here's our best guy. player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, now the Cardinals get to face him. Twice. Yeah. Twice, yeah. It's going to be punishment. He's going to... It's gonna be every time, you know. Some you know, when you go to a team, when you leave a team, <laughs> when you leave a team and you play them again, you you punish guys, you mm-hmm. knock them out, and you they right. can go you, one in seven you, in their division next year. Cardinals, yeah, yeah, can that's, go. that's splitting with St. Louis. <laughs> can oh gosh, that's just not that's just not okay. Tiger Woods mm-hmm. look like Tiger Woods. Uh, you guys watched that? I, I'm actually watched it yeah. for four days. I'm a, that's what happens when you're well, sick. Yeah, yeah, I was sick Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So, but I did watch a little bit on Thursday, caught the replay. But this guy looked like uh, Tiger Woods. What what I didn't like? Well, I wouldn't say I didn't like. I liked all of it. But I saw Tiger Tiger Woods gets nervous. He got nervous on 18. He got nervous. Yeah, he gave away a few gave away a few uh, strokes. Six in the between, back nine between yeah 16 and 18. He got nervous. What was interesting is watching his interview afterwards too. I mean, he was very emotional trying to hold it back because he'd finally won 
and he was oh. a whole different way of showing um, a lack of confidence almost in the interview for what he had just done. Well, let's go through uh, Down and Dirty with Deborah, and we uh, mm-hmm. probably won't, maybe not take a break. We'll get a little bit of that in there, right? I'll see. Break, maybe break. So one of the things I wanted to talk about Tiger was this question around Stricker coming up and uh, helping him out with his putting game. And the question I have is really, should Tiger have even asked? And if he asked, should Stricker have helped him? You know, what's the etiquette? What's the moral? What's the friendship? What's the competitive level here? When I think about it and I look at it and I say, well, you know, they're friends. They're friends, you know, off the course. So that's cool. But if you're talking about a football game, you know, would you go over to the other side during warm-ups and say, hey, can you help me out? I'm having a little trouble with my, you know, uh, my passing game, my running game, you know, whatever the case may be. Would you really even ask the question? And if you did, how would the other player reply? You know, if you're in basketball, we've got the Lakers are going to play the Magic tonight. Is Dwight going to go over and say, hey, I could use a little help with my game? Would you, you know, (laughs) show me how to shoot a free throw or something, you know? I mean... When does when do you walk into the office, basically, and you're doing your job, and at that point, friendships go away, and you're strictly in a competitive level. These guys are out on the course. It's in the open air. You know, everybody's, you know, you know enjoying the weather and all that kind of stuff, but it's still your frickin' office. You know, when I was inside the ropes helping a pro golfer prior to a uh, tournament, I can tell you the guys that were in there practicing, you know, practicing driving, they were head down. They were not talking to anybody, maybe to somebody in their entourage. If they brought a coach or somebody with them, they would talk to them. And they would be, you know, switching out their clubs and that type of stuff with the uh, different manufacturers walking by. They were, tune, you know, tuning in their game. They would not have thought to go over and ask anybody else, can you help me out? So I really just leave it as a question as to, you know, what would you do? You know, what are your thoughts around it? And one more thing about it is, what does it do to their head game? If I ask, if I walk over and say, hey, would you help me out? What does that do to my mental game? Because I've just asked for help. And what does that do to your mental game? Because I've just asked you to help. You know, I, I think um, these guys, uh, if, if I, they're so competitive. And golf mm-hmm. is a gentleman's sport, so it, I, I don't mm-hmm. see that as a problem. Tiger and Strick been... They've been pals for a while. Even oh, yeah. when Tyke was going through this stuff, they've right. been pals for a while. And and I've saw different interviews with uh, Stricker, and he said, you know, he mentioned that he gave a putting tip to Tiger. Tiger, arguably the best golfer right now. Um, you be you, the best golfer at what you do. Maybe that's getting up and down. Maybe that's getting out of trouble, scrambling the best. But when I get to the green, i got to get my mental right. For a long time, we've seen him make great putts, but not – and those great putts were when the – the greens are breaking a certain way, um, but inside 15 feet, Tiger was money. Mm-hmm. Oh, inside yeah. 10 feet, Tiger was money. And, 72 holes. and that's what Stricker does best. Mm-hmm. He's he's solid mm-hmm. inside putting. So, right. and and I watched him knowing that he gave Tiger a, a putting tip. I watched Stricker more on the putting greens than I watched anybody mm-hmm. in that four day tournament. That I'm like, how does this guy putting so well? Because even an amateur golfer wants to putt, and that's why a oh, lot yeah, of guys who are in the short game. A lot of guys that real good. That's real good now. That not on tour, and you're like, why you're not on tour? Uh, it comes down to putting. It comes right. down to the shorting game. I watched Deion Sanders uh, help defensive back, help receivers out, mm-hmm. uh, trying to beat them. I watched this live in a football game. He's helping these guys out become better receivers. Mm-hmm. 
Like, you would have had me if you did this. I'm like, this guy's crazy. Right. But he wants that guy at his best so he can play at his best. Yeah. Well, so it's kind of more of a a, a gentleman, uh, a care for the sport, a care for that person, a young guy growing up. I know Tiger and Strick are not young guys anymore in their sport. But, you know, it Strick is part-time player. But he, right. he exactly. Yeah, and there, the well, he, I mean, his wife caddied for him. Mm-hmm. Granted, she's done it before, but I mean, that to me is kind of strange. He's not. He's kind of an outside the box kind of person, anyway. Okay. His wife been caddying for him for a while. Two things. One, uh, if you think that Steve Sugar hasn't ever gone to Tiger and asked for tips, you're crazy. Mm-hmm. Number two, on the course. It, it doesn't matter, maybe, but it wouldn't be as big of a deal as if Tiger, oh, the all hiding mighty Tiger went and asked somebody else for help. Number two, these guys really, when it comes down to it, granted, yes, c- competitive. I think all them friends. Well, yeah, but, yeah, but competitive. It's a brotherhood, just like football. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just it, any sport. So, w- when it really comes down to it, this is a tournament that all of them have played. 15 times, okay? So, yes, it's important. It's competitive. You're really you're, uh, brushing up for the majors. But they're making so much money, and it's him and his best friend <laughs> as, number, as number one and two. No, 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 no. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying they're enjoying a beautiful Sunday afternoon playing golf. Tiger's either going to win 1.5 or 800 for second place. Steve Stricker and him... I really think this is way, way less of a big deal than everybody it thinks it is. Well, Tiger Woods is good for the game. I mean, they all, every golfer on the PGA Tour knows that Tiger Woods is good for the game. And when he was out of it, it was a big deal. I mean, they're wanting to help. When Tiger Woods is on his game, and it's a big deal for the whole tour, for everyone involved. So why wouldn't they want him to be on his game? Right. I mean, Steve Stricker and Marco Mira are Tiger Woods' only two friends, I would think, on the tour. Like real friends. And Marco Mira and him have gone way back because he... Marco, Marco Mira, you can see that relationship. Well, when because even Tiger, Tiger got was a baby. Because yeah. Tiger yeah. was a baby when Marco yeah. Mira was... Marco Mira won... I can't remember what uh, what uh, major he won. I, th- I don't know if it was the U.S. Open or the PGA. But when Tiger was there, Marco Mira mentored him. And then Steve Stricker and Tiger are closer in age. And they've just... They have polar opposite games. So it's really interesting to see the dynamic between the two. And, and yes, I mm-hmm. think that... Friends do help friends out. Rory and Tiger played that 36-hole match right, play exactly. on Tiger's course. You think there wasn't stuff going back and forth there like, how do I fix this about my game? How do I fix this? Because, again, every golfer thinks that, to a certain extent that he can win majors like everybody else. So if you share tips, it only gets people to be better. Well, and you look at these guys in golf, too. If you play on a team in any other sport, you play on a team and you see these guys once, twice a year, these guys travel to get every one of them for the most part is in the same every weekend they're all it's the same group of guys in the same place for eight months in a eight months in a season it's not like they only see each other a couple times you're going right. to develop but friendships tiger and, and uh, rory don't play a lot of golf anymore i don't know why rory doesn't play a lot of golf he's one mm-hmm. he's won two majors right mm-hmm. but i just got an email from hank in tucson um it's on tiger woods say he's extremely confident he'll win several more majors before his career is over. And I, the way he looks, I think he Tiger. Win. Tiger, yes. Yeah. Uh, Woods also discussed his improvement as he continues to age, his comfort uh, level on the course, the pressure he knows Roy McIlroy is going through. Mm-hmm. Roy, you know, mm-hmm. one, one week is the tooth. Uh, for three days he played bad, but then Roy on that fifth day he played. So everybody wonders, is he going to play in the, was it the Bay Hill coming up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think one so. is, if he's going to play in the next tournament, Roy said, no, I'm going to play one tournament and then the Masters. Um, so he understands the the uh, pressure Roy is going through. Uh, he's facing at this point in his career. I don't and much more. I don't know if he understands what Rory is going through. Tiger, I, I think he can empathize with him. But Tiger was a robot at Rory's age. Tiger had no problems when he was mentally when he was Rory's age. 
And I think empathy is a huge thing in sports because that's even more so is camaraderie. Empathy is a lot of things people don't feel for others. It's like, well, I've been through it, so you got to get through it. I think every golfer goes through. Because uh, remember, but, uh, but Rory, Tiger, Rory, but was Rory Tiger, Tiger not a robot when he was Rory? He was. Well, here's so he, the thing: yeah. Tiger I had his dad him. with him all the time, yeah. and which is true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that mm-hmm. had a big he, had, he didn't have a girlfriend, and I feel like that has yeah. something to do with Rory's uh, breakdown. I think I'm sure him and his girlfriend, if they have problems, that will affect him. The Tiger also well, didn't have a long to deal distant with. relationship too. Well, so. yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's not just having problems; it's being away from somebody. You know, can create that type it's a long of, distance uh, relationship, and then both of them, what superstar status too, like right. huge stars. Um, so Rory changing his clubs, uh, which I, th- I I know it is a big deal when you're doing something for so long with one thing and you move on to the next one. I mean, you know, the the club situation. I think Nike makes those. What was he hitting? Callaways or something like that. They make those competitive they, yeah, to the same club. The they have right. to make them competitive. When Tiger changed from a uh, Nike. From Titleist to Nike, I just mm-hmm. thought it was the same clothes, and they just put Nike different on them. Name, yeah. Yeah. Just but put Nike on them. I will say this about the email, that Tiger, with his age, is doing something that... This is when Jack started to... Because Jack was the only one that won a major over 40, I want to say. Ben Hogan, uh, didn't he win some majors at the... I'm not sure. I, I know that Jack didn't like... I'm sure that Tiger's emulated his life around Jack Nicklaus when he was younger. But yes, I think that with his age and how he's playing at such a high level... And take those two or three years away where he was down in the dumps. Yes, I think more majors, especially in these first two tournaments that he's won, even though he's won at Doral and Torrey Pines a multitude of times, I feel like he's playing better than he has since the whole thing on November or whatever happened with, with his wife. If Tiger's playing the way he's played at Doral, and you're comfortable where you are, he's he's won at Doral before, mm-hmm. but... If he's playing this way, I see him winning one of the majors. I mean, I, I'm not discounting those other guys out there because I, I played with Jeff Quinney last week, and Jeff can play golf, but it's a reason why he's not on the tour right now. There's a reason why there's a, we, we've created society, money makers, possible tours around the country so guys can get on. So they web.com, you, have the, uh, you still have the gateway, or, or you still have – you got the um, – Nationwide, nationwide. So, to play. There but are a thousand reason, different tours. And these guys are so good. Why are some guys that we know are good sitting home? I play, Jeff Quinney is solid. He's a mm-hmm. solid guy. I cannot figure out why he's not on tour. But I know we played the back nine. He was part out. You got to make those birdies. He got to professionally. You have to make three birdies, three to four birdies a round. Three to four birdies a round, mm-hmm. and you will. And it comes down to putting. So when Stricker can give somebody putting tips and that mentally get me get me over the hump, like like if my brother was playing against me, I would help him try to beat me because I know I grew up with this guy. I know this guy like the Harbaugh family. I know right. I'm gonna take this guy. Well, from here's you. one of the things I really liked about what you say, and I agree with you that I'm you know I'm always looking at I want to go up against the best of the best. You know when I used to play years ago, I used to play tennis, and it's like I don't want to play somebody in my bracket. I want to play somebody mm-hmm. in the bracket above me. And to me, your comment about, you know, let me help help this guy fine-tune if I need to a little bit because if I win, I want to know that I've won against somebody exactly. who's playing at their very best. Yeah. That's your best. best. And, I mean, Otherwise, also, it's cheating me out of my feeling that I've actually Tiger won. Tiger did break his own record, like his, his all-time record of most birdies in the first two rounds in this tournament also. First two rounds, yeah. So and the he ended putting, up tying uh, overall four rounds. <laughs> right. So his – he, he's back. Is he back? Is the question that's been he whenever looks he wins back? Remember, remember in the past we used, I, we used to say he's back, and then he yeah, he disappeared. just he misses yeah. a cut or something. Right. We'll see what yeah. happens in the ma- if he finishes top five in the Masters. It's funny that regardless of how bad he's played over the past few years, he was always semi in contention in the Masters. 
which is interesting. Well, and the Masters is the one course that is the same course every year. Right. Yeah. Oh. So, and, I and mean, obviously, he knows it. And which, obviously, with his pattern this year, with winning at Torrey and winning at Doral, that he's played at millions of times. Mm-hmm. And But you will, you got to take away that there were zero elements that he played in. It was sunny. It was gorgeous. And I think any golfer can play like that. that's easier than playing. Augusta is sometimes rainy, so and the 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 right. rough is the rough is just unfair. Yeah, I, so. I think it rained most of the time at Augusta, but the, it is to to Deborah's comment. That's the one court. What I like about it. It stays the same. They right. may change the greens. Uh, one time the greens were rolling like a nine, and then, <laughs> yeah. and then a year later, I think that's when uh, Dustin, not Dustin Johnson, but uh, Johnston won. Mm. What is his mm. name? Dustin Hoffman. No, no yeah, he might have. He might have thought <laughs> he won. But in the next year, they're running like a fourteen. Right. I mean, but it's exactly. The, yeah, but can what, change it up. Yeah, they put a tree in a way, or mm-hmm. a course that makes professional hit shots. You got to hit shots. You got to be able to shape shots on. Uh, at yeah, the you Masters. got to be strategizing every yeah. single hole, yeah. you know. And I know some golfers will even when they go out um, ahead of time, uh, prior to playing it, they will walk a course backwards so they can see a course mm-hmm. from a different. And that's how you got to play it. To, yeah. I play golf from the green to the tee box, right? And that's exactly. when that's when I got better. All right, we got to get out of here. Uh, Alex Clancy, Deborah DeBree, Cindy Lesky. Let me think. Uh, well, let me see. Pre-settlement solution. They came through on a sponsor. Let me think. Cigna. Uh, came through on the sponsor. Let me thank uh, the Phoenix Suns, Arizona Cardinals, Dr. Tom Anderson, First Financial, Lolos. Everybody ate Lolos. Now we're getting uh, consulting. Marguerite. And Marguerite and Melody at Comerica Bank. Uh, Julie Tollerson, she always come through. Vance Pro Shop came through. Gina and Rachel. Excellent. Although, let me thank wow. all those guys for making the NFL alumni tournament uh, pretty good. Uh, definitely save the date for September. The 13th, 13th. Hey, Kwame Lott Sports Talk. Thank the guys in the studio and uh, Alex. Appreciate it. <laughs> we'll be <laughs> back next week. See you guys next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.